Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now back to 95.7 The Game. The San Francisco 49ers have been made a point favorite on the road against the Denver Broncos. Tomorrow night in front of the country, it is the 49ers, it's the Denver Broncos, it's Shamari Block, and it's Dan DeBone to talk about it. A lot of the discussion this past week has been Jimmy Garoppolo wanting <laughs> to return to the 2017 version of Jimmy Garoppolo, which is, a, which is his way of saying that I can air the ball out and throw the ball down the field. You just got to give me the opportunity. To do so, yeah, yeah. The five one zero, the five one zero on the Comcast business text line is telling on you, Dan. What I do? It says we all did here last night. Dan say let Jimmy Jack it. I never said that. Although I do think <laughs> there might. Did no, I, did, wait, no, 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 no. no, no, no I, I wasn't listening. I was. That was one of the few times I wasn't listening. But here's the deal. You said that you were trying to come up with the saying. <laughs> I did not say Jimmy so Jack. At, at some point, at some. You said that. I believe the 5-0, Dan. You my guy. Uh, I appreciate you. You're wonderful. I, I, I believe the 5010 in this in this uh in this scenario, man. Hey, Cam, speaking of Jimmy Garoppolo, this whole weird scenario where he's now back as the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers after, of course, his press conference a year ago where he said goodbye to everybody. Then somehow he comes back to the side field. Been, where he's, been a hell of a ride, guys. He's been playing catch with himself. <laughs> We have, of course, the exclusive sound here on 95.7 The Game with Jimmy G just reminding everybody what's up with Jimmy G as it relates to the Niners. I'm not f***ing leaving. The show goes on. This is my home. They're going to need a f***ing wrecking ball to take me out of here. They're going to need to send in the National Guard f***ing SWAT team. Because I ain't going nowhere. Go get him, Jimmy. <laughs> so Jimmy Garoppolo to take on the Denver Broncos coming up tomorrow night. He's got George Kittle back. He's got Kittle back over the middle. And you got Kittle coming back, and it'll be interesting to see whether Kyle Shanahan adheres to the advice and or listens to Jimmy G and lets him throw the ball a little bit more down the field than we're accustomed to seeing. Do you think that's that's plausible or something that's been sort of woven into the fabric and or the game plan for tomorrow against the Broncos? I don't know who to believe in this. I don't know who to believe because I know for a fact with my own eyes, I have seen Jimmy Garoppolo throw underneath when guy 
open receivers underneath, oh, right? Oh, so you think that he doesn't like throwing down. That's right. I don't, yeah. And again, but here's the thing, though. Forgot it, about I, it's, my man. It's not, that, it's not that I don't think he – listen, if you're an NFL quarterback, you can throw the ball 50 yards down the field. I, Shamari Block, can throw the ball a good 40-something yards down the field, okay? Two, I can't. With the freaking beer in my hand, okay? If you're an NFL quarterback, you can throw a football 50 yards down the field. And, and I'm not even asking for that. So I've seen Jimmy Garoppolo have guys open down the field or have guys singled up down the field with no safety there, like one-on-one 50-50 balls, and take the check down. I've seen him do that time and time again. So if Kyle Shanahan was the tool telling him to do that, then shame on you, Kyle, because you have limited your offense. But I just don't believe that because I've seen this offense run by RG3. I've seen this offense run by Matt Ryan. I've seen this offense run by Nick Mullins. And all of those guys throw the ball down the field more than Jimmy has. So you think Jimmy – well, why would then Jimmy say, hey, I want to be Jimmy of 2017 if you – that's, your point. that's the thing. That's the thing that I don't get because there's two as, there's two aspects to this. The first aspect is is that when Jimmy Garoppolo got here in 2017, and I, I've said this a hundred times, Jimmy Garoppolo that didn't know this playbook was way better than Jimmy Garoppolo who who was vested and knew the blah 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 and the blah blah blah. I don't know what happened to that guy. I, I when that guy disappeared. Then my like affinity for Jimmy Jesus is I like listen, I was in the Jimmy Jesus crowd at the end of 2017. Literally. Like we're trying to figure out oh, what should the nickname be? Jimmy Jesus. That's what I was with, okay? Because he came back Where did that like, come the, from? I like the like the Messiah in 2017 and resurrected a dying <laughs> franchise, okay? So I was with the Jimmy Jesus in 2017. He comes back, game is that three, a thing, he gets Jimmy Jesus. That was that the you? thing in 2017, okay. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I said it. I, I don't think Although I invented it. Although you invoke the Lord's name, people get squirrely. So I don't know that if we can true. put that on a T-shirt. Go ahead. No, not on a T-shirt. But you, I'll say it on air and Twitter and Facebook, though, which I did. He comes back. He gets hurt in game three against against uh, the, the Chiefs. He comes back, and he's freaking Chad Pennington. I don't know what happened. Was it Kyle Shanahan? Because he kind of – well, here's, here's – let's do this. Let's do this. Let's listen to Jimmy talk about the – talk about – you know, wanting to be like 2017 first, because there's a couple of things in there that are kind of the whole thing is cryptic. Like, I don't exactly know what he's talking about. He doesn't say anything particular, but, you know, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Well, I lost myself. <laughs> oh, so, Cam. OK, we'll, well, we'll get to we'll it. get to it in a second, though, yeah. because he doesn't necessarily say I want to throw the ball down the field. He says something to the effect of, well, you know, it was out there just going out, making plays and, and playing loosely. And I think maybe what what he might be referring to, and again, we have no clue because he actually doesn't say anything. What he might be is like Kyle Shanahan is this rigid. We know this. We know this. He's a rigid control freak. He like he wants his offense to be the star of this team and not any individual player, right? Like he wants it to be. Oh yeah, my offense. So maybe the fact that that he could go. Not necessarily throw the ball downfield, but the fact that it was just like, well, all right, I don't know what's going on here, so I'm just going to drop back and pass. I, that's what I think he's referring to, and I don't know that it, it involved throwing the ball down the field. All right, let's open up the phone lines officially. We have a couple of lines open, 888 if you want to get in on the act. We start today out in Oakland. Just give me Rob who wants to join the conversation. What's up, Rob? How are you, buddy? Hey, good, good. This uh, Jimmy G uh, scenario is starting to really – 
intrigued me to the point where, yeah, we've been. I have not been a fan of Jimmy, but I'm think I'm starting to think it's more Kyle putting plays and uh, uh, designs in his head. He's probably not that type of quarterback. I'll take that Jimmy G in 2017. I'll take yes. the Jimmy G we saw last week. So I wish Kyle would not necessarily. Hey, this, like you said, Shamari. Uh, have his alters be the start. It's not about that. It's about, to me, I like to see coaches design plays around the talent. And if, if, if Jimmy is a little bit loose and he, we've seen it, we know he can be successful at it, let him go down that path. Because the way he's going now on the Cal's offense, he's, you know, he's throwing interceptions left or right. <laughs> so we might as well let him, let him do his thing. So that, that's what I was calling about. Well, I still think he's good for an interception. I still think that that's in the bag. It's coming. Well, see, but that, that's what been my other thing is with, with him and his interceptions. Like, if you're gonna, Let's not get in the well, weeds no, here and forget not, that but, Jimmy but, G is going to be throwing picks. This is Well, but, but here's my thing, though. I don't care if you throw picks. Throw a pick 30 yards down the field. Quit hitting the linebacker in the flat. That's my only beef with his interceptions is I would I, – if, if, you, if you challenge an offense deep and a safety makes a hell of a play – Cutting over half the field to pick you off? I'm not mad at that. I'm mad at, at you. And oftentimes it's as good as a punt, right? Yeah. I'm mad when you throw 12 interceptions in a season and and eight of them were right in the chest of a linebacker you didn't see seven yards down the field. Here's a play that I know you, specifically Shamari Block, would appreciate. And I know it's difficult for you to see anything good that Jimmy G does. But in that game against the Seattle Seahawks, now this is very subtle, but I know you would appreciate it, and I don't know if you recognized it when it happened. So Jimmy G, they have the ball maybe at the 35 or the 40 of that of the Seattle Seahawks. So he goes hard count. Seattle Seahawks jump off sides, right? Mm -hmm. Now, Dwilly was lined up in the slot, starts pointing, Mm -hmm. which is instinctive. They jumped off sides. They got the penalty And he snaps the ball, yeah. Now, much like that of Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. Jimmy G, and I don't know that Trey Lance would do this simply because I don't know if you have enough, enough reps or enough experience because oftentimes what the inexperienced quarterback will do will point at the defender that just jumped offside and said, hey, he's offside. <laughs> yeah. Instead of taking the snap and free knowing play. that you have a free play. And Jimmy G did that. But not only did he do that, but he let the ball go. And he threw it into the end zone. And he was a Brandon Ayuk was one on one, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a 50 50 ball. Like that mentality, not only you, but I think everybody would appreciate if he's more of that gunslinger. And you know what happened? He got a PI out of it. Yeah. So instead of five yards, the ball was first and goal from the one. All of that is because you got the free play. Secondly, is because you took advantage of it. And thirdly, you were willing to take that risk to saying, here I go, man. Go get it. I'm, see, there's, just, I'm there's, rolling the dice. There's another element of that that I don't know whether this is Kyle or Jimmy, but remember last season when, God, you had just, you know, Dante Johnson and guys like that in your secondary, and you're leading the league in, in offensive and defensive PIs, oh, right? God, that was gross. Listen. Now you can throw up your breakfast. <laughs> right. Josh Norman. What did you have for breakfast today? By the way? Uh, we we had some uh, turkey Italian sausage, some eggs with some cheese on them, and some uh, uh, plums and uh, tangelos, man. You know, like healthy whoa, stuff. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah. Pick a line. Pick a lane, man. Either you have the plums <laughs> and the fruit, or you go sausages and hardcore, man. You can't. It was, it was turkey sausage. Uh, all right, that's not sausage, man. <laughs>
Yeah, okay. Well, well this, this is really going to tick you off. It was turkey Italian sausage. Come on, man. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Hey, I'm trying, I'm trying, to, you know, I'm trying to trim up here a little a, bit, a man. Sausage like I said. shouldn't be a myriad of things. It's either an Italian sausage, Portuguese sausage, or kielbasa. <laughs> I'm, or I'm, just, a I'm just a tick under thing. two. I'm into, the, I'm into the high 230s now, man, okay? Oh, really? You do? Yeah. Look good. All oh, right. yeah. No, so, but... Like the, the idea of throwing the ball down the field. And again, I don't know whether it's just Shanahan and or I don't know whether it's Jimmy Grappolo. But when you throw down the ball down the field, the, the, the turnovers are less impactful. You might get a PI. You might make a play. Remember that old who was that old football coach who loved to run the ball? And he said, Why do you like to run the ball? And he said, Because when you pass the ball, three things are gonna happen and two of them ain't good, right? Yeah. You know that saying. Yeah, 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 sure. When you throw the ball down the field, like 17 things can happen and eight of them are good. You know, it, it, it's more of a you give yourself a chance, even if you're not completing them. If you're not completing an incompletion 40 yards down the field, that puts the safety on its heels. That means that that they're not creeping up in the run game. You, you can get uh, wider rushing lanes. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like throwing the ball down the field is good for offense. If Kyle Shanahan is not calling downfield passes – then he's not the 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 genius that everybody thinks he is. He just is not. Well, I still think he's the best in-game play caller in the NFL. I want him on my side if he's scheming up something against a specific defense to get See, guys open. That, that's my thing. That's my thing. Is that I, you say in-game play caller? I call him game planner and, and play designer. His in-game. His, let's just be honest, okay? Think about think about his his time management faux pas he's he's done. Well, Th- think, uh, okay, about, th- calling, think about I mean. think about how many big leads he's blown. But you know what? Time management, I, I sort of absolve all coaches, including Nathaniel Hackett. Like, they got <laughs> so many things to worry about. Why teams don't have a guy on the payroll that your exclusive job is to keep an eye on the clock and then tell me, because they'll go through a myriad of permutations of potentially potential scenarios that could happen during the week, right? They already know this. Like that, That's your sole purpose is clock management. You watch the clock. And as it gets down to within two minutes or three minutes or even four minutes, you advise me what it is that we should do. I don't think that a head coach, with all the things he's got going on, mm-hmm. has got to worry about the clock. Like, I don't understand why they don't designate a coach, an assistant, some nerd who wants a gig, wants to hang around and sniff like jocks. Like Farhan Zaidi's little cousin, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Give that little nerd an opportunity to just say, look at the clock. And this is what we're going to do accordingly. Like I, I don't blame any coach. Mike Holmgren. Okay, but, but here's terrible. Dad, here's, the, here's the thing. Here's the, here's I, what, I don't think it's indicative of a bad coach. Well, no, but here's the thing. Here's why it is indicative of a bad coach. Because whose job is it to designate responsibilities and delegate tasks? No, it's the head definitely. Coach. Yeah, it's definitely on them. I'm just saying that it's not. If you screw up the clock, I don't. I would rather have you be a good play caller and a guy that's got a good defense, schematically you're good, you have good players, you get a good rapport with the players. All that stuff to me is paramount. But when it comes to clock management, I understand it's key, but just designate some little nerd and let that be their sole responsibility when they get up in the morning that that's all you're going to deal with. Okay, but, but, the but clock, here's and then you blow into my ear what we do accordingly. But here's the thing. An NFL coach, okay, who inherently is like a alpha personality who who is probably anti-nerd anyway. Here's what happens. It's 90 seconds left in the game. You're Nathaniel Hackett. Here comes some dude like Point Dexter, Mike McDaniel-looking dude coming up and being, Mr. Hackett, uh, well, there's uh, 90 seconds left. Get out of here. I'm trying to coach a football game, nerd. And that's what probably happens to that dude, and that's why that dude doesn't exist.
All right, let's get out to the phone lines. Greg standing by, driving around in his car on this beautiful Saturday afternoon and wants to get after Shamari. What's up, my man? Hey, Shamari. Uh, both of you guys, actually. but uh, <laughs> It's I'm, Dan, I'm but that's all right, man. No no respect, bro, but go ahead. Uh, Dan, sorry. Uh, the uh, the idea of taking the roof off is great, but when your team is geared to run, if you if you throw a shot and now you're looking at second and ten, yeah, okay, the safety's backing off, but now you're out of your game. You're you, you're behind schedule, as it says. But also, you, you don't have the equipment to do that. Now your spread team, you take three shots, no problem. But when you're a, a downhill run team, right, you, you you take that shot, and now you're second and ten, and pretty much the drive is all out because now everybody can pin their ears in the D line, the the, the secondary. Is geared up for the run because there isn't much geared up for the pass because there isn't many run plays that work well in second and ten. So I, I hear what you're saying, but if your team is designed for one thing, you can't necessarily be like, well, you got to take shots down the field. Yes, appropriate shots when necessary, but you can't just be like, well, just throw deep balls because then you're off schedule, and and that just plays in the defense's hands. So I hear what you're saying. I understand that like it would be nice if you had that that option. But when you've got a, a, a coach whose dad was a run coach, who is a run coach, you gotta you gotta trust what you got, right? And so the idea that you go with that deep shot, you gotta be calculated with it. Yeah, okay, it's great, especially early in the game when you can be like, okay, I'm gonna take a deep shot, see if I hit. But then they can't be part of your regular stable, especially when you're designed the team around the concept of a run. So that was my good call, Greg. Uh, Greg, I feel you. I feel where you're coming from, and that's a thing that I understand. But here's my thing, though. Okay, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where you live. Okay, but I, I have an apartment. It's, it's a decent enough apartment. Okay, it's it's near the lake in Oakland, not like on the lake, but like you know about about 15 blocks up from the lake. Okay, and then. I drive past my building. I'm like, it's a pretty nice building, okay? Then I drive through Piedmont, and then and then I go to Montclair, and I'm looking at other residences, and I'm seeing what's going on. People have the 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 stinking like the pathways and the driveways and the all the the wonderful landscaping and stuff and the the pitch roofs and stuff, okay? And here's the deal: is that I know what the Niners' offense looks like, and I understand everything you're saying about it. But then I watch this, the Chiefs. And the Chargers and the Bills and other listen, Lamar Jackson throws the ball downfield way more than the than the than the Niners do, and and he's apparently quote unquote inaccurate and can't throw the damn football. So the Niners are in the minority of teams when it comes to throwing the ball down the field. So it's it's not like, you know, like I said, man, okay, that's what that's what this team looks like. That's what, and I love my apartment and I love my football team, man, but but I drive past mansions in Piedmont and I'm like, well, that'd be nice. And that's how I feel when I see other teams do this on a consistent basis again. And you can name them. Like when if you watch Josh Allen dismantle. Yeah, but when you say that they've been successful running the football? Mm-hmm. I mean, so there is a different way to skin that cat, right? Yes. I mean, they've been able to run the ball. I think to the caller's point that you want to stay away from predictable downs. Like everybody does. If it's second or third and long, we get into a nickel Dan, D. I, I feel that, but you also want, like the, the number one, and, and I've heard Harbaugh say this. I've also heard Kyle Shanahan say this. But, this, but Harbaugh is a person that when I hear this this saying, it, it's you want to make the defense defend every, every inch of the field, every play. Yeah, so here's what I would suggest is that if you do now have a sense of confidence that he can throw the ball down the field, mm-hmm. what I would like to see more of 
is play action, right? So we know you can run it. They, they ran play action more than any team but the past play four years. action where you're now throwing the ball down the field. Not play action where you're throwing slants or even getting to the second level. But let's let it, a safety creep up. Let's let linebackers begin to creep up because they're reading run or their first instinct is to stop the run. And now we play action and we take the lid off, right? Danny Gray, run the fly. Let's get into a post. So we're not we're not going George Kittle 15, 20 yards down well, the field, see, but, but rather we're going 55. But that's my thing, though, is that and when everybody talks about throwing deep, everybody's talking about a nine route, a goal route, or just streak down the field. What about a deep post? What about a deep skinny post? What about a deep out? What about a post corner route? You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. all those routes, like throwing downfield doesn't mean the goal route. The, go, going downfield means a 20 yard post or a skinny post 30 yards down the field. That's also throwing down the field, and you don't have to have a burner to do that. You just need a precise route runner and a guy that can get the ball there outside the numbers on, uh, and, you know, on a rope, man, basically. But, but I, don't think that, I don't think there's a single quarterback in the NFL that doesn't have the arm strength Tua, Tua. <laughs> to throw the ball 30 yards down the field outside the numbers. And, and, and then Jimmy Garoppolo has that in his, in, he has that in his uh, surgically repaired arm, I guarantee you. All right, well, let him, let him do his thing, man. Let, what did you say? Let Jesus go, man. <laughs> Jimmy Jesus, let him be 2017. It was a J- good year. J- Jimmy Jesus, let him be the Savior. All right, when we continue here, we got God, can you believe we got a half an hour left? We're just starting to let us cook. <laughs> All right, when we come back. We got a half an hour to wrap up the show, take you straight up until noon. We'll get you more prepared for the big game coming up tomorrow between the Niners and the Denver Broncos. We'll talk a little bit more about the 49ers defense, which does not, in my at least in my thinking, at least in the conversations I've had, get enough recognition and praise. Shamari Block and Dan Abone will continue right after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Seven, the game. Russell Wilson. God, that guy That's is right. corny. He is so corny. Uh, that just makes it worse. Like when, when you look at like, like I said, if Russell Wilson is your own personal boogeyman, the your boogeyman's a nerd. Like that's like, oh, I'm hiding because <laughs> because Point Dexter's gonna take my lunch money. But don't he's, there's something likable about him. Like there's a lot of other players in this league that I can't stand, especially when it comes to quarterbacks that you don't want to lose to. There's something likable about that guy. Like I, Kyler Murray bothers me. I don't know why. There's something likable about Russ. I'd ra- yes, but I, I'd rather lose to a jerk. Okay, because at least then I can hate him. Okay, at least then I could be like, man, f that guy. He. You know he cheated on me along, okay? Like you, you want somebody? You when a guy's just nice and corny and nerdy, like I said, it's like oh, it's like you go home crying. You're like your, your mom's just like, son, what happened? You're like, Point Dexter took my lunch money. That's what it means when Russell Wilson owns you. Remember last season when Aaron Rodgers beat the Bears or somebody, and he's like, yeah, I, I own you. you, okay? Russell Wilson would never say that. He'll just politely, awesome. he'll just politely hand you I'll the ball. Know. You know and you, but, no, but in your heart, Aaron you Rodgers, know he owes God you. bless Aaron Rodgers. He says what everybody's thinking, right? Like when he says, I'm not these young wide receivers who dropped that first bomb. I'm not throwing you the ball anymore. You can't do that crap anymore. <laughs> like, I love that. You know, we're always talking about being politically correct, and you got to take the high road. We're all thinking it. It's so refreshing to hear somebody, especially a position of authority like that of a quarterback, saying what we all think. And yes, I'm sorry, Chicago, but Aaron Rodgers does indeed own you. The phone <laughs> lines are open once again. Let's get out to Richmond, California, and Connor's standing by. What's up, Connor? How are you today? Hey, guys. How's it going? What's up, buddy? How's it going? What, what's I'm, happening, I brother? just stopped by this really great place called Open Air Coffee right off the highway. So, yeah, I am, I am in Richmond. <laughs> I wanted to call just to say... I hope that the Broncos fall for this uh, 2017 Jimmy story because what's actually special about Jimmy is he's really good at all these quick-release short throws that set up these Kyle Shanahan yak yards. And watching Trey, everyone has all these like questions about his, uh, his throwing mechanics or whatever. I, I really just hope that he, he figures out the short game. If he is in, even if he's in like a hospital bed with that injury to his leg, and you know, knock on wood, everyone wants him to get better quick. Maybe he could use that time to just figure out how do I throw it five yards? How do I throw it ten yards so that it's a catchable ball that sets up my team to make runs, pick up yards, and ultimately run the Kyle Shanahan offense? So, um, thanks for letting me call. Thanks for fitting me in in your last half hour here. Oh yeah. Greg, have fun at the open air. Wait, out wait, there wait. By, by the way, Dan Devone, look, look to your right. Look to your right, okay? Yankees, Red Sox. Look, look who's up to oh, bat, man. The phones are out as Aaron Judge oh, my on the God. verge of history. Soon to be a San Francisco Giant, Aaron Judge. I hope so. Like, like remember, remember last segment where I'm saying I go to my apartment, my apartment's nice, then I drive through Piedmont. 
<laughs> Aaron, Aaron Judge is one of those houses like on the top of Skyline Skyline uh, Boulevard in Oakland, man, where you can literally see to freaking Sausalito from there, okay? Let me, like Aaron Judge, like that's that thing, man. And listen, if Aaron Judge is not a giant come 2022 to 2022 season, right? Or 2023 season, I'm sorry. Like I quit. I quit. Like I quit. No, I don't quit that myself in the game. I, I I quit Giants fandom, man, okay? Is that's that's who you go get. And I don't care what it costs. I don't care if if Aaron Judge goes rumple steelskin and asks for, for Buster Posey's firstborn. You better give it to that boy, man, okay? Because that's the kind of guy that changes the game. I think that there are signs there there are signs in the water that he wants to come here. Dan, and I'm Dan, reading between the you, lines. You, you, sound, you sound like a magic eight ball. No, but think about <laughs> there it. There are signs pointing to yes. Because he 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 never countered any of the offers from that of the New York Yankees. Like the Yankees came at him with this offer. And listen, the Yankees print money. And if the Yankees, if the Yankees don't have enough money. Then nobody does, right? <laughs> right so yeah. they never, he and his agent never countered. They never went back and forth. He never had anything to publicly say about the contract, which leads me to believe it's not about the money, but it's about quality of life. And if that's true, then he wants to come home to Stockton where he was born, and he wants to play for his childhood team, that being the Giants. Ooh, oh, my God. That would just be – that. I, how many, I, I would forgive Farhan. Like right now, Farhan is on my you-know-what list. He's on my you-know-what list. Kyle Shanahan's there a little bit, too. I would forgive you. I'd forgive him. And I don't even care if it doesn't pan out. If the Giants go 1-161 and next season and Aaron Judge is sitting there hitting dingers into the bay, I'm showing up. I'm showing up, man. I am. because. But that's just it. He won't be hitting him into the bay. He's right-handed. Kind of bothers me. Hey, Oppo, Oppo, man. Okay, that dude is six foot six, two eighty. Oh, he's Paul he can, Bunyan. He, he, he can go opposite field into the bay. How about this for a guy who can go into the bay? I think I was talking to a buddy from Los Angeles who's a television sportscaster down there. He says Shohei's out this year. He's part of the free agent pool because if they can't extend him and they'll try and extend him. But he doesn't want to go back. He's tired of losing. He's tired of seeing guys because he thinks he's the MVP. The reason he's not is because he's on a loser. (laughs) And so if Shohei's out there and Shohei's tired of losing and he wants to revisit those teams out here on the West Coast, Bobby Evans, let's dust him off once again and maybe prop him up and try and go get Shohei again. But if it's Shohei and they say, hey, listen, we can afford one or the other, Shohei and or your man Aaron Judge, who do you want? Both. I know. No, 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 no. Dan, listen. This team sucks. They are boring. They 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 stink. And I and I mean they're really like, you know, literally, you know, like you know, you know how you know how the bay smells like on a 90 degree day? Like they stink like that. You're not just gonna fix this with one guy, man. I want Aaron Judge. I want Shohei. I want you to bring in Arenado or Turner. Like this is a right for like they got to spend a billion. Like not <laughs> no wait wait, wait no, no no like not next season. But you got to hand out like about four two hundred and fifty million dollar contracts, man, to get this thing back. And then and then payroll Don and payroll Don. And you know what? You know what else? Let, let me see some Kyle Harrison at the back of the rotation next season. Make this thing interesting because the one thing you can't be in this town or any town, but especially in this town, is boring. And that's what the San Francisco Giants have been this season. I was, I was, uh, they were boring last year. 
No, they but no, they no, weren't. But think about for a team that won 107 wins, 107 wins. Have you ever seen a more boring team? But see, there was a lot of like clutch wins. There was a lot of no, walk off. There were like a the lot of walk off games. Was exciting, yeah. but they were sort of for 107 wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, void of any superstars. They sort had Buster Posey. Yeah, that's true. But that's that's the that's the number one point about this team. And we got to get back to we're gonna get back to the Niners. I just saw Aaron Judge, and I just had to be like, oh my god. Yeah, we, we we are six months away from that guy being a giant. I'm a happy fan. I think that Farhan's gonna make a play for. He knows he has to. But Farhan always makes a play, quote unquote. But he but none no. of them plays have panned out, man. No, 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 no. I, I don't want no. I don't want a headline. I don't want to hear somebody say, oh, the Giants were in on Aaron Judge. I want the headline, the Giants have given Aaron Judge like $800 million. I think they're sending him on his way to free agent land, Mm -hmm. and they're saying, my nerd son, come here. Here's your bag lunch. Here's your pocket protector. Here's your hormone glasses. Here's your other (laughs) glasses. Here's your your head brace for your, your braces. Here's your inhaler. Now, okay, this is what you do, nerd is you go out there and do not come back home until you have some big fishes in your pocket. Yes. Aaron Judge and Trey Turner. He, I think they understand that. Like There is no coming back and saying, well, I tried. Uh-uh. Go back out there. <laughs> there. I don't think he can sing that song this year. Let's get back into the 49ers. Got about 10 minutes left into the show. So San Francisco and the Denver Broncos, just straight up, who's winning the game tomorrow? Oh, man. I- Mm, I, I got it. I, Russell Wilson scares me. Seventeen and four. Still, I don't care. Yes, I'm. Man, we are not. I'm afraid, the same dude. I'm afraid of the big bad wolf, man. And the big. And I'm, looking at, a, I'm looking at Carlton wait, these days. But he was always Carlton. That's what makes it so bad. No, I'm I mean, losing to this Carlton. guy. Back in the day, Fresh Prince of, uh, of Bel Air. I'm looking. I'm talking about Carlton like that. Ten years after. <laughs> When he just didn't look like you know the, the, the he got like you know wide Carlton. Hey, but but he I don't know man he might look like Carlton against the uh, the Seahawks, but he looks like Ricky Stratton's best friend. What was Ricky Stratton's best friend on Silver Spoons? <laughs> he looks like he looks I like that guy. Spoon, he likes man. he looks like that guy when he's playing. That's the, what when I knew he's playing something the was wrong with me when I was such a I was so young at the time and I still wanted to punch somebody and it was that dude from Silver Spoons. Like, <laughs> I know kids like that in my neighborhood. I can't get down with that. I, I remember watching this being like, he, oh, my God, he has video game cabinets in his house. <laughs> that was crazy, man. Right. Everybody want to be rich. So, but no, no. I'm, I'm, Russell I'm, still scares you. I'm afraid of the big bad Wilson. And I, I, I am what picking. What have you seen of this guy over the last, say, I don't know, since he's been in Denver? Like, what are you afraid that he's going to do to the Niners? Remember, <laughs> what's the first story I told you, Dan? <laughs> Brett Favre. Okay. In Minnesota. So it's just one at, of those. At, at 40. At 40. Not having a great season, by the way. Down like one down like seven points. Or down like five points. Needing to score a touchdown. And throwing a 14-yard bomb to. Like some people just own you. Some people just own you. And when you get owned, then you just got. And here's, and here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Here, here's what really sucks. The two guys that have owned the Niners in my lifetime are a total nerd and a total douche. That that being Brett Favre. I'm just saying, oh, I don't want to get into that, but I'm just saying, like, can we be, can the Niners be owned by somebody respectable once? Just once? Yeah, I don't even want to talk about Brett Favre, and we don't have enough time in the show. I don't think we have enough hours in the day 
to just break down that Wait, despicable five, human being. Five one zero. When Shamari C. Greg Olson, he thinks of Ricky from Silver Spoons. Yeah, no, that's true. Because <laughs> he, like, you, I said this though. Yeah, Greg Olson yeah, just yeah, looks like that, that. He looks like the jerk that like bullies people in in nineteen eighties movies. Man, he Until just has he that face. His mouth. He's actually a good dude. I think. No, he is. No, he yeah. absolutely, he absolutely. Listen, hey, how you look? How you look? And how, listen, I, I'm, I'm a. I'm like over six feet tall. I am bald. I'm dark skinned. I'm big, and I and I have a very very mean expression if I don't smile. And you know what? When I sit on Bart like that, look yeah, like this. do it again. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, no, no. When listen, Shamari what? does not <laughs> smile, man. I just want to give him my phone and my wallet and just say, please leave me but alone. You, but, bro. but if you know anything about me, I'm a giant teddy bear. I'm red, I'm, and I'm fun as hell, right? And no you, doubt. You can't help how you look, but Greg Olson just looks like that guy, man. You're just like, oh my god. Why, why'd you why'd you do that to Lucas? Like he should have his shirt collar up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why'd you do that to Lucas, man? <laughs> Lucas was a nice guy, you know. Or or why, why'd you why'd you treat Rudy that way, Greg Olson? Like every guy that was bullying people in the movies back in the day looks like Greg Olson. Before we get out, do you have any levels of concern, or where are you at with that offensive line, which everybody sort of like had? That was the big hey, question mark. Hey, according to Pro Football oh, no Focus, doubt, man. I like the law firm of Brendel Banks and Burford. According to Pro Football, hey, that's right. I, I'm gonna say this. I'll say this. I trust Kyle Shanahan to put together an offensive line. I do. I do. Now He's done it. When are you drunk? It's not even noon. Yo, last year, last year, yeah, that offensive line was ranked second. The year before that. He had Daniel Brunskill and Justin School fill in and didn't miss a beat. Daniel Brunskill has owned Aaron Donald, okay? I my thing with Kyle Shanahan is not the offensive line. It's not the okay. offense. So there's there, there's two things I trust him to do. I trust him to scheme the running game, and I trust him to develop an offensive line that is going to be at least competent. Like, I don't know. Like, if he gets better players. See, here's my thing. You and let then my- also, at some point in that resume, screw Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, yeah. No, no. He's, yeah, he, I, I also <laughs> trust him to do that. I also, I, honestly, I don't. Here's what I don't trust Kyle Shanahan to do anymore. Develop a quarterback. Because my thing with Jimmy Garoppolo is. Oh, by the way, they want to see us live. And it's because I think they want to see your face when you're not smiling. Because it'll scare the <laughs> hell out of everybody. I don't know, man. God, you know what? If you were watching me live anyway, it'd be insane. My hands, they fly all over the place while I'm talking. My like, this, this spit's coming out my mouth, man. I don't know if you want to see this. It'll be ugly. But, you know, you got you to talk, talk to Matt Nahigian, man. See if you can get it in on the weekends. And you can check us out. I'm, I'm actually about to do my own little Twitch page, man, that I'm going to start uh, in, in like a week anyway. So you can check that out. The Block is Hot Sports on Twitch in, in about a week, man. There's going to be some stuff coming up. I might, I might even have Devon on if I can get Devon no, on. I don't me. do that crap. <laughs> I don't do social media crap, man. This is it. I read your text out there. I don't want to even do that. Ninety-five seven, the game from. Especially if you go after me and say I said Jimmy Jacket. I ain't reading that. <laughs> oh, so you, they, yeah, that offensive line has been pretty good. It ha- it has. The, the, you know what though? The running game concerns me, not because of the offensive line. See, I don't like. I'm one of those guys. That stick, they could stick anybody back there, right? Isn't that well, always been what nope, they've done? They couldn't. St- Trey Sermon couldn't go back there and make things happen. When when uh, when, when uh, Ty Davis Price, he hasn't really got a chance to get back there. Jeff Wilson. No, Ty Davis Price last week was the workhorse. 
He was good. And now he's Jeff out. Jeff Wilson was the workhorse. Well, Ty Davis Price, there was there was a rash where I, I maybe we could look it up who the leading rusher was, but Ty Davis Price had to be in that conversation. My point is, is that cop I think the Shanahan's going back to his old man. Remember Orlando's Gary. Orlando's Gary, Anderson, Tatum Bell. All those dudes. I mean, yeah, no, absolutely, it's man. It's about the zone blocking. Like, wait, wait, if who was who if was the, a crease? You can get there. Who was the most obscure thousand yard rusher for those Denver teams, man? Like I'm looking, I'm thinking Tatum Bell, Orlando's Gary, Clinton Portis, obviously he was a stud. Right, like you expected Clinton Portis to do it. Um, you know what the funny thing is is that despite the fact that he's a Hall of Famer and he rushed for two thousand yards, like it, it, he was a six round pick, man. Terrell Davis, yeah, yeah. He was. Oh, I, I think that's what I thought. I said Terrell Davis. He was a six round pick out of Georgia, right? Yeah, he was a six round pick, and he was not expected to make the team. You, you know why he made the team? Because on a special teams kickoff, he wouldn't clock somebody. That's how he made oh, the team, right. and then he wound up being a, a, a Super Bowl MVP and a bunch of other stuff, man. But that might have been the most like. What? I'm glad you mentioned Denver because don't I've mentioned this all week long that I think that there is an asterisk next to this game for Kyle Shanahan. He went to high school there, he grew up there, he's got family there. That's where he spent his formative years, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, his dad is the winningest coach, two Super Bowls for the Denver Broncos, the winningest coach in the history of that franchise. It's the Broncos, right? They disrespected his old man when they delayed him getting into the ring of honor that was number one and then in 2017 when he wanted to get become an nfl coach and eventually comes to the san francisco 49ers reports have it that he wanted to go back home to the denver broncos back to the denver area instead denver spurned him and they went with vance joseph remember that mistake vance joseph was the coach in 2017 i think kyle shanahan and he doesn't get an opportunity being out there in the NFC to play that of the Denver Broncos. I think he's been looking forward to this. I think he's got a message for them tomorrow. I think I wouldn't be surprised. They're favored by a point. I wouldn't be surprised if they blow out Denver tomorrow. I think a lot of this is, is Kyle Shanahan. It's, there's, there's an added level of intensity going to this contest. Here's how you blow teams out. Here's how you blow teams out. You throw the ball down the field. You make big plays. Here's what Kyle Shanahan's going to do. I'm going to run the ball 17 times to Debo, 10 times with uh, 10 times with uh, with Jeff Wilson Jr. I'm going to have Trey Lance out there on crutches running quarterback draws, and then I'm going to throw 10 passes, okay? You don't blow teams out doing what Kyle Shanahan does, and what you will do but if the is let a team, is let a team turnovers. Eh, that's, oh. Russell Wilson Dan. Russell Wilson. Oh, when will you when will you learn to feel this man? Listen, I know he sits on the sideline and says, "Hey guys, call pass or run like he's in Pop Warner football playing for the Oakland Dynamites." I know he does that, and he's a cornball of the highest order of corn. But he's also he also owns he owns this. He doesn't just own the Niners. He owns this city. He owns like Russell Wilson struts through the city of San Francisco, shoulder swaggering like you know being the dork man, and owns this city. And he doesn't have the Aaron Rodgers thing inside where he'll be like, I own you. But when he when he looks you in the face, when he looks at that camera tomorrow, man, you're going to know it. All right. Immediately following us, don't forget, it's J.D. and Whitey. They're going to be live from Friedman's Appliance Store out in Pleasant Hill. Once again, Friedman's Appliance Store is the location. We will toss things, of course, to J.D. and Whitey. Okay, but before we go, though, I want to end with, and so we got to make sure we have enough time to do this. So, Cam, get this ready. I want to end with that Russell Wilson, I'm so corny. Hey, guys, everybody say run or pass to the defense thing. So let's end with that, but let's, let's get a few seconds. Let's get a few words in. Yeah, <laughs> get a few words in. Yeah, what? what? 
I think it's going to be a San Francisco 49. Well, listen, I'm not in the prediction business. I hate doing that sort of stuff. I just want to underline the fact that I think that while Kyle Shanahan wants to win every game, there is added incentive because it's Denver, and it's because I think he feels as though Denver screwed him. And so I would not want to be the Broncos, and plus the Broncos are still in flux. It doesn't mean that they will eventually be a good team. I think it's going to take the horse race this year, more so than previous years because of the abbreviated preseason, it's going to take a little bit longer before we know and can separate the real teams from that of the pretenders. Yeah. And Endeavor could be one of those teams, but not right now. Yeah. Again, man, I I want to pick the Niners, and I'm going to be rooting for the Niners, obviously, but at the end of the day, the, the biggest dork west of the Mississippi is going to own this team, and he's going to own the team. And, and, and oh my God, I hope he's not on the sideline doing this, okay? Like when he's beating the Niners and he's sitting there making big plays, like I, I'm just going to picture him sitting on the sideline, like, like like the quarterback of the Oakland Dynamites doing crap like this. Hey, sideline, run a pass. Hey, you got to let him know. Come on, commit to it. Gotta let him know. Run a pass. Let's go. Gotta let him know. Run a pass. Oh my God! All right, right. Why you're so into this guy? I'm not. That's what I'm saying. This is gonna be haunting me. Nice and loud. Tomorrow. All right. He's winning. You know who he? You know he's become. This just jumped into my head. He's become that dude. Ever seen the Aflac commercials? Yes. That that middle-aged sort of African American guy. Like, Like that's who he is. (laughs) <laughs> He's that dude now. I saw this meme. I saw this meme once. It said something to the effect of Russell Wilson looks like the worst undercop ever that'll come up and be like, hello, sir. I'll have one marijuana, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's him. He's just so he's so corny. Right, that'll do it for us. Once again, standing by, we're going to go out live. It'll be JD and Whitey. They are out at Freeman's Appliance Store in Pleasant Hill for my man Cam for Shamari Block. This is Dan Avon reminding you, stay tuned for JD and Whitey on location. And, of course, we'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. Until then, enjoy the afternoon, everybody. Goodbye. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 